for the ECWM podcast has been brought to you by Benelli, Dominate the Skies. Kent Cartridge Canada, high quality, high performance shotgun shells for waterfowl, turkey, upland, sporting clays, and more. Sitka, turning clothing into gear. Maritime dog training, because I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. (laughs) (laughs) Offering obedience training of all levels, service dog and retriever training in person or online. L&M Trailers, offering trailer rentals and sales in Woodstock, New Brunswick. Big Owl Decoys, high quality silhouettes and accessories for waterfowl, turkey, and sandhill cranes. East Coast Calls, offering high-quality duck, goose, and turkey calls, built right here in the Maritimes. Gentlemen, welcome to the ECWM Podcast. Welcome. Good to be back. We've got, uh, we've got Matt here across the table. we got Rowan. And on the phone, we got Mr. Julian. What's going on, boys? It's been a minute or two. It has been a day or two, yeah. <laughs> it has been a day or two. It's good to, good to get her rocking again. I know that some people have been asking when we were going to do another one. And I, Funny enough, I think we planned on taking this month and the next month off, but we ended up taking the two months before that off, yeah. just, just the way the summer kind of worked out, so... So busy. Yeah. Holy frig. I think everybody's had some unforeseen things pile through their lives there, so. Oh, just a lot on the go. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It seems like the older you get, the busier you are for some reason. Maybe we're just just getting old and trying to make the most of what we got left. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. That's fair enough. You know? Yeah. So what have you been doing, Julian? Well, I've been dragging the kids around, sports. Hockey, soccer, been working, working at my house a little bit, getting ready for next season, lobstering, keeping busy. Oh, yeah. When's that starting? The end of November, lobstering? November the 26th or something, yeah. All right on. So you got some time to hunt then this year? I do, yeah. Yeah, sea duck season, eider season only starts, opens November 17th here this year, so I'm only going to get like a freaking week of that. Oh, yeah. Right on. Yeah, quite a few changes this year. What what did you see for yours? I know a lot of guys are talking about it in Canada. They really, I mean, every two years we revamp our regulations, but it just came out, and I know that uh, Delta Waterfowl certainly put out a good article about it, and a lot of people are talking about it. What What were the big changes for you guys there? Yeah, it's uh, mainly just our eider season that's changed. It's it's backed up to the 17th, which I think it might have been last year too. And you can only shoot two eiders, and only one can be female. Hmm. Yes, sir. So only like two males or a male and a female, and only two per. And the and the scoters are down to four, which they were five last year. You could shoot five. Now you can only shoot four. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, and sir. And the seagulls are just tearing the spider population apart, so you just... Really, yeah, right? Sounds like we need a seagull season. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I enjoy that. We should get Delta Waterfowl on that. What'd you say, Rowan? I'd enjoy that. 
<laughs> seagull season. Yeah. Seagulls are a beautiful eating bird. <laughs> well, I'm sure. At one, I'm sure at one point they ate lots of them. In Newfoundland, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I guarantee you they eat them. Well, I guarantee. Seagulls do. Guarantee right around where Julian's from, they eat yeah. a seagull. Oh, take out the giblets and the <laughs> boil the heads. <laughs> barbecue, barbecue them. <laughs> barbecue the heads. Right. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah. I could go for a good feed of seagull giblets and bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the another thing they did was they made um, the licenses free for, for the youth, which I thought was really cool. Super great. Oh, yeah. 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 18, awesome. 18 and under. Yeah. Depending on your yeah. provincial, depending on your provincial regulations. I mean, if you're legal and able to hunt, now I think they said eight, 18 to 15 or something like that or nice i could have that That's wrong awesome. i should look that up yeah yeah so and i i mean like your license is free now provincially eh rowan yeah it was uh provincially it was for like two years but then the the federal one was still like 17 dollars something like that yeah yeah but now that's youth hunters between 10 and 18 sorry let me get that right. Youth hunters between 10 and 18, depending on province, can obtain free migratory bird hunting permits and habitat conservation stamps valid for the entire season. Awesome. The, the current rule, the current rules allow youth to hunt free only during special waterfowl heritage days, and I think they're getting rid of that. Youths uh, would be youths, youths would be required to hunt with an adult mentor, but mentors would also be a, would also be allowed to hunt and shoot. Under the proposal, waterfowl heritage days would be eliminated. Ah, uh, right on. Yeah. No, so just kind of let This year at all? What, Julian? No heritage day this year? No, it's, that's what's proposed, yeah, that they would just get rid of that, yeah. And then they they just kind of went on to say the provision of free permits and duck stamps for youth hunters sends a strong positive signal that we care about hunter recruitment to ensure the future of waterfowl hunting. And that's a quote from Jim Fisher from Delta Waterfowl. Awesome. Yeah. Waterfowl hunting participation has declined dramatically since the 1970s, and it's important for conservation that we reverse this trend. Removing the cost barrier will allow more people to take up waterfowl hunting and ultimately lead to a higher number of duck hunters. While we are disappointed to see the loss of waterfowl or heritage days, we believe these changes will result in a higher overall hunter recruitment rate across the country. So here's hoping. You know, it's been going down for a long time. They get booked for free and then they'll just spend their life savings on it later, right? Right. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, you get your license free, but... uh, you know, yeah. you, you'll it's pay. Like, you ever, like every, every, everybody pays. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That, that was that was really good. Anything else that stood out to you and yours, Julian? I don't think. Julian's from Nova Scotia, by the way, for anybody just no. kind of chiming in that doesn't exactly know where he's from. I think we covered he's right on the nutsack of Nova Scotia or the taint. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unless yeah. you're a lobster fisherman and want to put your boat into there. There's no other reason to Wharf. go. <laughs> yeah. There's no other reason to live here. We got, That's too much. We got sea ducks. That's about it. Yeah. So what's the nesting rate of them looking like this year? You said the seagulls are being hard on them? Oh, yeah. So there was uh, 
four or five nesting pairs off mm. the point there this year. We've seen little ones like two, three days, and a week later, there's none left. The seagulls just destroy them. As quick as they pop out of the water, they, they eat them up. Really? Yeah. Are they eating the chicks or are they eating the eggs? The chicks. Really? I figured, you meant there, I, I figured they were eating the eggs out of the nest. Oh, they eat the eggs too, but they'll sit there and hover and wait for the chicks to dive under, and they'll just hover there, and when they pop up, bang, they snatch them one by one. It's hmm. crazy. It'd be a pretty hard life, you know, as a duckling trying to survive on the Bay Funday, you know, <laughs> yeah. alone, like without any birds of prey or, you know, fishes of the sea trying to eat you. I put a... I put a couple nesting structures, like eider nesting structures, on Reef Island, which is off home. And I was thinking to myself when I was setting it up, there must have been 300 seagulls there, just on the island, hovering around. And I was like, how how do they even make it off the island? Once they don't the chick, stand a chance. Right? They don't have a chance to even make it to water, let alone survive a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I would think after a couple of weeks they might be big enough to not be eaten probably, yeah. alive. I don't know them them black backs and big black backs. They'll eat almost anything there. Yeah, true that, and they're they're a freaking big bird. Yes, yeah, they're almost the size of an eagle. Pretty much, <clears throat> they're big. Yeah, and you notice that with the sea duck population that you don't see as many every time you go down to St. Andrews or PEI for, like, a vacation. Man, we don't see anything for sea ducks like we used to. Not even, It's not even worth going for me, honestly. I don't, no. I don't even, I haven't gone sea duck hunting in a long while. I just, it's just well, here, a day bobbing around in the water, basically. It's gone down a lot here, too, but if you know where to go, it's still, yeah. still worth a trip, right? Yeah. So I'm just, while you guys are talking, I was just looking down through the regulations there, and it's got a little asterisk, and it says, um, new, youth migratory game bird hunting permit. I'll just read a little bit about it here. It says, waterfowler heritage days have been abolished and replaced with the MGBH, the youth migratory game bird hunting permit. For youth, which is referred to as what I just said, um, Hunters who are minors less than 18 years old, and then we got, I guess, we kind of talked about that. So, that youth permit, as well as a Canadian wildlife habitat conservation stamp, can be obtained through our online purchasing system free of charge. Nice, huh? That's different, that's different, eh? Mm. Throughout the full yeah. open season and the special conservation season. So that'd be the early goose, I'd take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's its own it's its own permit. Mentors must possess their own uh, no. migratory game bird hunting permit. Must have held such a permit in, in the previous year and may accompany no more than two youth hunters. Mentors may carry a firearm and may hunt. For more information... On the new rules pertaining to the hunting of migratory game birds. Okay, and then it talks about. Just kind of goes on to talk about that stuff. So, I mean, that's 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 good that they're actively. You know, it's it's almost like our province. Like we've changed a lot of laws here. Yeah. 
in the past little while. So it's good when they revamp them that they actually get after it. Another thing that happened here is, is uh, our early season limit went up to 10. Yeah. yeah. I, How about that? Yeah. 10 guys, big, 100 geese. Limits. Yeah, big limits. Yeah, heck yeah. Hard to beat that. Yeah. Waterfowl, and, like, it doesn't seem to be going down here as far as number of hunters and stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't. You Country, wouldn't. Countrywide, it might be going down, but it definitely doesn't seem to be around here. There's always a good pile of waterfowl hunters and new hunters out. What, what did it say yep. about being able to gift the meat to food banks? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a there was a few different things that they did there. Um, Transportation of harvested birds by another person will become easier. Instead of the requirement to tag each individual duck or goose, groups of birds could be transported in a batch with one label, which is much better, especially if you've ever guided anywheres or, yeah. you know, it's, it's a pain to have them all separated. Also, the new rules propose a free charity permit, which would allow birds to be gifted to food banks and soup kitchens as well as for charitable fundraising events, as long as the profits from the events are used for conserva- for the conservation of migratory birds. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. They, I don't, I don't know why they don't have that here. Like hunters feeding the hungry and things like that. They should. Yeah, really. I mean, Lord knows our. Our food bank here could definitely use it. Oh, There's a lot of yeah. a lot of people that are in need, especially with the cost of food now. A lot yeah. of lower income people, frick, they'll be living on craft dinner and water. Yeah. So yeah, there it says in our regulations, limit for geese is five plus an additional five Canada geese or cackling geese in any combination in the early season. Nice. So our possession limit's up to 20 now. For early season. No. It, or, has to, has yeah, to, possession's possession anytime. Has to be all, it, has to be all season, yeah. It, it does say that once the bird is processed and uh, once it's processed, it doesn't count towards the possession limit. That's always been the way, though. Like If you yes. make like yeah. bacon wraps out of it or yeah. sausage or whatever, then it's no longer a bird. <laughs> I don't think, though, that they... I think that we thought that, but I don't think that that was actually in print anywhere. Yeah, maybe not. That I saw. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things that you just never... It was sort of a gray area that you didn't really know, but it says in here, under under the proposed rules, once a bird is preserved, plucked, or the meat is removed from the carcass, and then frozen, cooked, dried, canned, or smoked... It would no longer count towards a hunter's possession limit. Hmm. So there, I mean, that's obvious that that that's that's kind of been an unwritten rule, and yeah. sounds like it's that makes it cut and dry now. Yeah, and th- yeah. there's some there's some other things about traveling with birds too. Uh, harvested birds would still count on the possession limit until they are preserved, but now hunters would have the option of leaving either a fully feathered head. Or one wing attached for identification, so that's much better, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Because you know, 
you take something like sandhill crane or something like that i mean jeepers well any bird really to have the wing oh, on there just so stupid yeah what a pain in the butt it was just a pain not only to store them in the cooler but to do it and leave a wing on what a friggin just rigmarole it was, it was ridiculous yeah so that's that's good and then yeah, talked about the batch label and the youth the youth hunters. Other provisions of modernization clarify that it is illegal to use drones to aid in hunting migratory birds and illegal to abandon harvested birds. Mm. Even though you're taking video of just your spread and you're done and your guns are away, like could you still you know, could that could that possibly still be considered a hunt? Mm. You know, I I don't know. So, anyway, yeah, I think that's exactly what he was talking about, so. Yeah. What have you been doing, Wes? What have you been up to? Well, since the last time we talked, a lot, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Jace died in April. We got a new pup. We had spring bear season, so from, like, mid-April to the end of June, I was basically working seven days a week guiding and baiting and doing stuff like that end of june we've been into summer stuff and just having fun now but how'd your bear season go it was really good the yeah. freaking bear population is insane yeah unreal like, i've never seen this amount of bears like crazy. they can they can shoot two bears in the spring can't they couldn't they buy yeah. another tag and yeah, shoot two yeah. if they wanted yeah. did anybody decide to do that or yeah a couple guys did oh did they yeah good for them that's great eh that's a nice Nice deal for them to be able to come up here, and if they if they do shoot one, they say, "Look, I want to get a bear under my belt." And then, really, if they shoot one early in the week, yeah. at least it would give them something to do for the rest of the gives week. Gives them the option to sit down and try to shoot a bigger one. So yeah, if hey, if they want to buy another bear hunt, I'm all, all did, about it. Did they? If guys shot them early, did they fish or anything like that? You know, everybody, every single hunter talks about that, saying, "Yeah, oh, geez, we'll go fish and we'll go four wheeling," but. For the guys that tag out early, they sit around camp and chill out. Right. Every yeah. friggin' one of them, every time. Yeah, happy they to just, just chill. They're happy to sleep in, get up, shoot their bow, shoot the shit, go help bait, yeah. stuff like that, get bait ready, and then just take it easy. Sit around, wait for the phone calls to come in. Right. Good evening hunt. Mm. But yeah, no, nobody does anything. They just, they talk about it, but they never do. They just... I think I think people like to come up and just relax. I think they do too, man. I yeah. I think once guys get here, everybody's, you know, probably pretty wound up to get out there and get in the woods and do their thing and happy to be on vacation and whatnot. And then, you know, you spend a few and the nights are late. Like especially oh, if yeah. you come in like late May or you know yeah. mid to early June. Like geez, you're, or I mean, getting on to late June. Like geez, you're 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 I mean, sits you're, on the stand or late. You're like, in the tree hunting until almost 10 almost 10 at and night and by the time the guides get three guys picked up i mean the last guy's not picked up for an hour yeah so, yeah like i mean they're we're, by the time we get all the hunters back to camp it's basically almost midnight so. yeah that's insane yeah, yeah it's a it's a long sit but and it's no, a lot of work bear hunting bear hunting and bear baiting is a lot of work you're putting a lot of miles on and it is. I mean, it wouldn't have been. It's not. Wouldn't be too bad if my day job didn't keep me away four days a week. So I was working 
four days a week, and then I'd get home Thursday night, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm getting bear stuff ready, so right. baiting and collecting bait and all that crap. Right. What have you been doing, Rowan? Work. <laughs> A lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Getting what? excited. What do you do for work? Uh, working at Cars. At a meat oh, shop. Yeah? yeah. Nobody knows what that is. I do. <laughs> yeah, Wesley definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys are good to us this spring. Mm. Working at a meat shop. Working on a farm. Yeah, doing a taking care of all the animals mainly. But. Yeah, you were doing mostly the the farm stuff, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you have a routine at all that you do there every day? Uh, normally, when I get to the shop in the morning, there's a lot to do with like just whatever we have for meat orders that day. If there's like someone needs a bunch of bacon or hamburger or whatever, we get that all wrapped and done for when they come later in the day. And then once that's usually done, it's go out and get it like mowing or trimming or whatever you need done and once that's done it's the rest of it's just work with the animals get the animals all sorted out Mon- mondays are always the busy day like we get lots of hamburgers that's because you slacked off for two days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots of hamburger you got to get done up yeah because there people that come for like weekly orders to do that stuff well the restaurants buy we the restaurants buy most of their uh meat on monday oh yeah Makes well they, sense. they order it and then they come pick it up friday it sits in the freezer and freezes and they they get a big order for friday so that they can last the weekend and then come buy more meat monday and it's kind of like a weekly thing with the lots of meat on monday they must buy a pile of meat at once yeah holy frig uh donald has to order a lot of beef i bet he does yeah yeah, it would take a lot, wouldn't it? They'd never be able to keep up with that. Yeah, well, well, we we bag most of our uh, bag most of our hamburger for the restaurant, so it's it's not a lot of work that way. But then there's like the odd person that wants it all wrapped, and that mm. takes quite a while. He's definitely not afraid to work. I know there was some Friday nights there. We showed up at like midnight, twelve thirty. Yeah, he's and it's like they gotta leave for. Arizona or Indiana or wherever Saturday morning and he'd have her done. Yeah, he's crazy. a hard, he's a hard worker, man. You yeah. know, when Gerald when Gerald Cole kind of backed away from his shop there and Donnie started that one, he's worked hard. He's a hard yeah. worker. Yeah. No question there. Puts the time puts the time in. So what are you looking after like pigs and cattle well the cattle in the summer don't need a lot done because they they're normally out in the pasture and they don't really need to be cleaned out the pigs though they're always in the barn so they, they got to be cleaned out uh twice a week in the summer yeah and then winter winter's a lot busier when it comes to the animals because the cows are always in the barn because mm. it's cold and so they got to be cleaned out pretty often Does you got a lot of pigs yeah we i think we got like 50 pigs right Oof. That is a lot of That's pigs. a jag. Especially, and it's pretty hot in the barn and during the summer. Especially, it would be right now. Yeah, fifty animals in there. Man, yeah. I'd love to be in that barn shoveling big shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's uh, humble, humble beginnings. You know, every everybody should yeah. work on a farm or pick rocks or I don't you know, know anyone, strawberries or something. I don't know any you know. young fellow that didn't work his butt off when he was young. Yeah, for a little for bit of money for, for your first job or two. Yeah. So you've been building a few grass mats there. 
Yeah, I, I got a I got one done there last week. It's, it's looking pretty good, but I need a lot more, and it's, it takes a lot to do it. Rowan's got a little boat there that he's oh, planning yeah. on doing a little duck hunting down yeah. the lake. Got him some decoys for Christmas, and yeah, he's planning on going on. Might a few as well, duck man. Hunts. Nobody hunts down there anymore. Like hardly anyone. Oh yeah. And yeah. there's birds down there. Like I saw there. There's this big meganser migration that goes through, and there's probably another beautiful eating bird. Oh, jeez, I'll tell you what. If <laughs> yeah. I could fill the free, if I could have two hundred <laughs> megansers in the freezer, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Matt Wilson favorite bird oh well yeah <laughs> hey don't think that you don't talk about that shot i made that time on that uh, one on the big lizard in forest Glen. yeah that was an epic, that was an epic shot it must have been 150 yards away hey, flying rowan. full speed it was a trophy it was a trophy do you re- rowan do you remember the shot the bumper made oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we heard about that when you were a kid for Ever, remember ever, that ever, shot? Remember, remember that shot that bumping me? <laughs> yep. That'll go down the ages, that one. Yep. Oh, yeah. I love me a good common lizard. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, really. You know? Every time I've got a few in the freezer that I've been training with this year. and You could throw them. They, you, your, your winger could be 500 yards away, and the dog would always see it. It's just a great big white marshmallow yeah. going through the air. <laughs> And, and never fall apart. They're tougher than an anvil. Yeah, I swear, yeah. If they, you know, if they had teeth, it wouldn't be safe to go outside. Because yeah. I, I know I ran through. I don't know. At least eight dogs one morning, and you know the other birds on the other two that I was throwing had blown up, and that the old lizard was still going strong. <laughs> Couldn't beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. That when you shot on the, it have been on the wall though. Yeah. yeah, it should have been. Yeah, I know. I'd I wouldn't mind having one mounted. It'd be neat to just have a whole waterfowl. All of them. I get every damn bird mounted. Yeah. Do you guys ever shoot hood hooded megansers around here? Come yeah. You're not allowed. Huh? I don't think you're allowed, are you? Why not? I don't know. I thought that I didn't think you were allowed shooting hooded megansers for some reason. Maybe not down there, but you can up here. Yeah, I like shooting them here. I don't know. You guys probably killed them all. <laughs> killed them and uh-huh. ate them. Foot me. Yeah, that's probably a regional thing, Julian. Yeah. 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 No, we. You, you see some here for sure. Yeah. One. Yeah. We used to see a few wood ducks here, and and in certain spots, you'll still see them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the birds are almost coming down, and like their breeds, like. You'll, you'll see a bunch of mallards one, one week, and then the next week there's like 800 megansers out there. And then another week there's a bunch of wood ducks. And down around down around the lake down there, I'm sure you do see those big migrations that divers come through. Because really when you look at a map of the province, like if you look at the aerial view, like that's a big chunk of water. And really if they stay on that lake system and hit that St. Croix, you know. Well, that's the thing. That whole lake system from here to the St. John River, to all of them all the way down through, it'll take you right down to, uh, like, basically right down to St. Croix. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, yeah. So. Yeah, and the, the birds, they like you said, they follow that system. But it goes all the way down to Fifth Lake. Like, you got your your river that separates it all, and they can follow the Nuxicade right up to the St. John, and the St. John takes them all the way up to the top of the province, so. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you have to think about when they when they hit the province. I mean, I don't know how many go down that would maybe travel down through the center. I can't imagine it being that many, but I really feel like that river system on our side is is what they're following and then on the other side they're just following the coastline because there's plenty of birds on the on the coast of down along the coast of new brunswick i know the boys over there do real well yeah like if you look on google earth like the the along the borders where all our fields are and it kind of trails off in the main a little bit but it's just this big line of fields that go all the way down the uh the west coast and it's certainly only getting busier Mm. Large companies coming down through. Big company. <laughs> Big yeah. company of mallards coming. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Right over that hummock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, man. No, that's good. I, the the grass mat thing that he does is pretty cool, eh? Have you, you haven't seen those? I'll have to no. send you a picture. Yeah. I'll have to send you all a picture because it's pretty neat. He, he literally makes his own grass mats. Maybe you should post it. Yeah, yeah, I really should. So, are you weaving them all, basically? Yeah, 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 you got like a big, you got your big frame, it's just a big box made out of wood. How'd you learn how to do that? YouTube. Same way everybody learns how to do everything now. You, Dad, you you showed me. No. It's like, outside one day, I was like, what are you doing? Building a grass mat. I'm like, oh, (laughs) good for you. That's cool. We didn't have the YouTubes when I was a youngin' like you. Thank goodness we don't have. Stuff. Yeah, probably imagine. <laughs> yeah, probably better off. Hard to say where we'd be right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, I was just I was strolling on there one day, had to make homemade blinds or something, and I found that. Thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. And it was simple too. Like it was just a box, and then you got four or three pieces of wood up the top with nails on each end. So all you have to do is twist it each time that you get a big bundle of grass put it in twist it and mm. another bundle and just it's, keep it's pretty neat actually yeah. it's quite a kind of an interesting little feat of engineering to be honest so now that you're working what are you doing with all your money you saving it or are you saving spending it. it what are you saving it for well i was thinking about a four-wheeler but i'm i'm, I'm probably gonna get a car now yeah cars how old are you now uh 14 yeah Turning 15. hard to believe eh yeah it's crazy like for anybody that's listening to this when you scroll back through our videos like there's videos of Rowan all the way through. You can literally the watch the kid. Charlie Brown kid. Yeah, you can literally watch head. the kid grow up. Yeah. You know, yeah. ever since we've been filming, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Save for a car. That way you can get a, actually get a half decent one by the time we're almost 16 or so. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, he wanted to get a four wheeler and it's his money. He can do whatever he wants. But him and I talked about it and I was like, you know, you're, you'll get a lot more out of a little truck or something like that or, or yeah. a car, you know. Geez, I traveled all over hell with that Echo of mine. There's yeah. pretty big, you know, literally almost no place you couldn't go with it, you know. Yeah. Danger Ranger. Yeah, yeah, Hanson's Danger Ranger. Oh, there's, and you can't buy much now for a vehicle with, for less than five grand. Yeah, I know. That's so that's you got to save up some decent money to get it to have decent vehicle that's not going to fall apart and year yeah you won't regret that either what'd you have julian didn't you have a little truck or something jeep you had a jeep that's right and got a toyota truck and then i had that black uh 
that black board. Right, yeah, the step side. Yeah, the one we got mired up in that potato field. Period. Why'd you quit talking? <laughs> I don't know how we ever got that thing out. <laughs> yeah, we got that stuck. Julian was up here hunting like one of the first times he ever came up. And it was like... It was the first time. It was the first time. It was like mid-November. And we were going to hunt a potato field. And holy lightning, it was slick. And it's two-wheel drive standard truck. Ooh. Snow on the ground. Not much for tires. Yeah. No. We got her out, though. Yeah. yeah. Not sure how, but we did. I don't think anything will ever beat that old Toyota with the uh, Super Swampers on it, though. That was a good truck. That thing would go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I know. I wish, you know, that's exactly what a guy like Rowan needs. Yeah. You know, just a small truck like that. They, they're they hard to find, and they're expensive oh, now. Oh, now, if you can find one that's yeah. worth buying, pfft, yeah. it's a bloody fortune. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, if I was what at your is? age now, I don't even know what I'd buy if I wanted a truck. Yeah. He needs a three-quarter ton. <laughs> yeah, he can have he can have mine. Doug's three-quarter ton. Oh, yeah, yeah, the little three-quarter ton there, yeah. That, that's what he needs. Yeah, definitely. Yoda. Holy shit. Yeah, the old Yoda. Yeah. Does your father still have that? He does, yeah. The frame on it's actually in bad shape, but they're going to get her fixed up, I guess. What's that? Rowan should buy that thing from him. Yeah, really. Yeah. I used to right. have one. Yes, so Matthew can make a living out of getting him unstuck from places. Sixteen-year-old <laughs> boys take their trucks. Yeah, two-wheel drive trucks. I don't know. I I had a standard same thing. I never got it stuck really? that much. Oh, yeah, man. I loved it. I'd be stuck as shit with a two-wheel drive truck. Yeah. Like, well, I'm it's so light. It's so light, eh? But and then you can get some meaty tires for it standard it was good yeah. you know you get you get those vehicles and you're like oh well it's time to move on and then down the line you friggin miss them man i love to you have do. my old forerunner back yeah with the uh the convertible top yeah that was a great truck yeah i would love I'm... to have that right now that was a wicked vehicle just pop the top well, off see... it was neat what julian I, I seen a black step side the other day on kijiji and i literally thought about going and buying it like hold <laughs> yeah to a drive to a drive standard 4.8 liter v8 that thing would burn tires yeah, yeah just what you need that's Julie. probably what it's done for it's living down there <laughs> yeah no doubt Absolutely. that was in new brunswick somewhere oh yes sir that's not too bad yeah, yeah. what have you been up to matt since the last time we had a shit shoot Shit shooting session. Yeah. Training dogs, man. Training dogs and more dogs. Since May, I've been pretty flat out. Right now, I've only got four. A couple of them went home, and that's how I'm going to end my season with yeah. with the four that I got. Yeah. Um, I've had some other people interested, and it's not that I, not that I don't want to do the business or don't want to don't want to take their dogs on, but at this point, like I'm just so busy obedience wise and about to get busier again that it's time for me to kind of reel back because we got some trips coming up and stuff so well you gotta take time for yourself right yeah and the min and the minimum that i'll take them is two months anyways because i mean you can't really make a difference in a month it it just doesn't you know the dog just kind of gets used to being there and being with you and then it goes it has to go home so yeah and the season the season's coming up and stuff so but it's it's a good 
it's been a good summer. I've had a really good, solid crew of dogs. They've all really challenged me, and, uh, you know, they're all in a really good spot. The last trial we're going to is in PEI the end of August, and uh, I've got three dogs right now that are I'm trying to get ready for senior, and they're all right neck and neck going through the program doing the same thing so it's been a super good year for me as a as a handler to learn because i've had three dogs that went through pile work three dogs that went through double t and now i've got three that are going through swim by so i get to see and you know it's funny like certain things some of them can't grasp like certain parts of double t like memphis went through double t like she already knew how to do it yeah and uh gauge i had some trouble with him remotely taking left hand backs for whatever reason we got it worked out and rip pretty much went through it pretty good he had a couple bad days there how old is rip rip is a year i knew it that's a yellowstone dog yeah oh yeah he's a good dog he's those are all yorkton dogs like all the dogs i've I've, except for max are yorkton dogs and uh so i've got my two and then those those four and uh like i say it's it's been a challenging summer just because they're all so high but it's really made me step my game up so i've really really enjoyed it but it's been busy my days are long you know start my day every day at the gym early up at 4 30 and usually there shortly after five and uh it doesn't mean that it's always easy to get up at that time but grind it out you adjust but yeah is, it'll be good for hunting season too oh geez yeah that's the yeah. thing man you, if you're used to getting up at seven o'clock yeah man when you gotta transition into hunting season getting up at the crack of crow's piss that really oof, that's tough yeah and it where it, it does it wears on you because like those dogs that i keep are 24 7 care mm. and so you know you i i work with them every day till about one o'clock and then i've i've usually got four three or four clients and then you know you're home for supper and feed all those guys and if the kids have activities then fine you do those and if they don't then you've got a couple hours there and uh for family time and then you're feeding them again and before you know it it's i'm in bed every night yeah i'm in bed every night at nine and lights out at 10 is my kind of my rule but uh it's a good routine though yeah, I mean, I, th- I, th- you're getting the most of the daylight, right? Yeah, and I, th- I, th- it's the only way for me to do it, cause I mean, by nature, I, I would be a, you know, serial procrastinator. Yeah. You know, unorganized and like, this is year two of me having a an actual physical planner. Yeah. And if my days are planned out like that, I'm, I just feel much better. You know. I have the things that I do every day regardless, and then I have the appointments in between. And if I schedule all my time, it definitely makes me feel a lot better that way. So Yeah, yeah, I like having – I like knowing what I'm going to do and when i got to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's Read, too much on the go not to. been reading a lot of good books this year too or listening to. I read uh, – and I know – well, I didn't read it. I listened to it. I'd like to, I'd like to have the physical book. I know Julian read it, but uh, – Cameron Haynes's book, mm. it's solid, man. Yeah, yeah, awesome book. You'll have to, I'll have to get that, Ron, and you should read it. I listened to it, but you should read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Uh, 
Well, some of them it's good to listen to them anyway because, like, David Goggin's book, Can't Hurt Me, uh, his audio book's more like a, a podcast. Yeah. And uh, so I'd like to have the physical version of that too but his life story is crazy oh him and cam haynes both but 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 definitely definitely goggins on one side yeah he's like to just to go from a great big fat lazy turd to what he's done is insane yeah he's insane i don't know how they did it yeah cam was never (laughs) broke like broke leg just taped it up and kept going oh man he's been hurt on his body I re- Cam Cam's book was really good. Like I really liked David Goggins' book, but just the fact that Cam is a hunter, a hunter it, yeah. it resonated with me and taught you know just talk like I could relate with a lot of the stuff that he said. Yeah, I've or not 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 everything, but definitely there was parts in that book that I was like, man, that's super relatable. You know how. Yeah hard he was after he would set goals and you know like talking about talking about leaving work and driving half the night to get to the trailhead mm-hmm. and then being where he wanted yeah. to be to scout by daylight and you know staying in the mountains all weekend and sometimes getting home late sunday night or just in time for work monday morning i'm like man yeah he you. would roll out of elk camp or out of the mountains Change into his work clothes and go to work with no sleep, like friggin' oh, yeah. yeah, two days and two days and no sleep, like you know, the man. The man. What's that? He still goes with no sleep. That guy's up at like two in the morning to run twenty miles before he, going to work. He he likes to run, and a lot of these guys like to run. And and I know that my program lacks cardio. I like, hate running. Like I, I would get twenty five or thirty thousand steps most days. But it's but it's not getting my heart rate up, you know. Yeah. Like my body's moving that much, but I'm not running like that. And yeah. and uh, man, I would. It's super addictive, apparently, that running. You gotta have what is it, type A personality or whatever. The people that like the pain and the struggle. I I would never run. Like if I get no enjoyment out of it, that's why I like the mountain bike. The cardio is insane, and I I want to do it. I'd love to do it. Well, that's the thing, though. I feel like the that the the love that you have to get on that bike, like they he he runs every morning. He runs on his lunch break, yeah. And he probably runs in the evening too. I don't I don't well, know. He does, yeah. If you know. if he doesn't get his twenty miles, then he, he does, runs yeah. a marathon a day. Is what he runs. Yeah. Whether it's in the morning, morning, noon, and evening, or just in the he runs literally a marathon per day. And the guy that's his goal and shoots his bow. Yeah, and, and lifts weights. And the guys like fit as a fiddle he is yeah but like 20- he's also on trt does he is yeah. he i that wondered about it. that yeah. oh yeah him and rogan and a bunch of those guys are on it a lot of people are on it but why not <laughs> right? yeah i mean the body's 52 or 53 or whatever he is but the mind still wants to go like your test levels start going down and you you can't help it yeah but- so that's not a lifestyle to live long, you know what I mean? Them guys get that's, died. That's the thing. Like, there, there's really been nobody before them that's done what they're doing. I mean, like, like running every single, a marathon a day, like, he's got to be wearing his joints. Well, that's, that's my thing you know? about running. Like, I sit here and I think to myself, like, I could get up every morning. Like, I'm already getting up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could get gym. Yeah, I could get I could get up every morning and go for a run. Yeah. Probably I could add that in there, 
But like, yeah. I think about it and I'm like, okay, well, I could do that. But like, what's that? How's that going to affect mm. my body? Like, a lot of positive ways, I'm sure. But like, geez, over and the time. Different, the biggest difference between running and mountain biking for me is the adrenaline rush. You don't get the adrenaline rush out of running that you do hitting jumps and going 30, 40 kilometers an hour through the woods or in bank corners and over jumps and through trees and rocks and roots. And, and that's what it is for me. Like, I, you, you don't get that from running unless maybe you're running on a cliff edge or something. But Yeah. And it's a lot lower impact. Like, your knees aren't just bang, 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 bang every day or every step. Yeah. It's a lot lower impact. Yeah. You should buy a mountain bike and just start biking in the gym. There you go, yeah. I used to bike there all the time. Did you? Yep. When you lived in town? No, when I lived right here. Yes, sir. Yep, I'd bike the Wheeler Trails out behind your subdivision. Actually, right along the field behind your house. Just pop into the subdivision, then go through the trails by Jonathan's there. Down on the rail bed, along the four lane. Across the train bridge on the rail bed, and up over. It was a good. It was a good bike ride. Yeah, I dare say. Good cardio too. Real good cardio. You don't run anymore, eh, Julian? No. When you did run, did you like it? Ah, uh, not really. No way. <laughs> it's just not yeah. fun. It's just monotonous, was, boring as not, run. Not like, fun. Like for yeah. me personally, I've always been a person. I like adrenaline. I like to snowboard. I like to used to like motorbike racing and mountain bikes and. I just like the adrenaline rush, and you, you don't get that running really. Like, it's a, I like lifting weights. I like going to the gym. Yeah. I didn't like running. I did it. Yeah. For the cardio or whatever, but at the end of the day, the cardio don't make you lose weight really. It, not if you don't eat right. Yeah, you gotta to you gotta mat, you gotta eat right. Everything. It's more of the heart health. Like, I mean, I'm 44, and my resting heart rate is like 50. Yeah, see, like that's the thing. That, as, that's as, really low. as much as you're training your muscles when you're when you're working out, like you have to also train your cardiovascular yeah. system like yeah. that. And I mean, well, I think you're if you, your heart, yeah, lungs, everything. If you're not actively like when you're at the gym or like myself, when I'm at the gym, like I'm not skipping around there, bebopping around, doing mm-hmm. cartwheels, and you know, like I, yeah. I, I go to the gym and I lift weights and and I don't run around there. Like yeah. when I'm actively lifting, like my heart rate goes up. But, you know, I think you could train with cardio. Like, maybe you're not doing it to slam weight off, but I yeah. think it trains your cardiovascular Yeah, it, oh, it trains your heart. Like, and that's a, that's the thing that you oh, don't yeah. get out I'd of bite. weightlifting. I'm You'd, west. Like, my yeah. watch keeps track of my heart rate. I'm sitting here at 64 right now. But at the gym, on an average workout, it stays in the 80s. It might spike to 110, yeah. maybe 120 for a few seconds if I'm – at the end of a lift, like deadlifts or squats or something, mountain biking for an hour and a half or two hours, my heart average heart rate's like 140. Yeah. Like 144. Like that's that's working out your your heart and your cardiovascular system. Yeah, crazy. keeping keeping that to thing. maintain that for an hour to two hours is poof. dilating in veins. Yeah. Arteries. Well, and that's the thing. Since I got this watch, like keep track keeping track of my resting heart rate. The average resting heart rate for an adult, they say, is like 60 to 80 beats a minute. Mines are usually in the low 50s, sometimes high 40s. And they say, well, they say like a athletes, like high-level athletes, it's down in like mid-low 40s. Yeah, mine's like, like, I don't have my Fitbit on right now, but it's always 
it's pretty low. Yeah. Too bad you're not a high-level athlete, Wes. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, right? But not it, does, like... it does tell you, like, your heart, if you got a good low-resting heart rate, your heart's strong. Like, it's, it's getting yeah. good blood flow per pump. Not like the mustard tiger. That's a picture of physical fitness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, he's athletic. He'd eat Goggins. <laughs> I bet he'd outrun you, Julian. Oh, jeez. Probably... <laughs> if you rolled him down a hill. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see it this fall. But that's another thing that's funny. Like, we should. Ra- as much as I yeah. mountain bike, like you every should. week, if I go out and run... Man, I can't run for shit. Like I am cooked on like no time running. Yeah, it's just it doesn't translate. Or like swimming, you know. Yeah, or if I was yeah, if I was to go swimming, I'd make one lap across the pool and probably be half dead. Yeah. But yeah. Well, regardless, good to keep yourself in shape, eh? You know what? A really good thing. What we should have did. We're all getting older, late thirties and early forties, like. Except for you, Ron. A man should have started. Well, that's what I'm saying. A man, if he started right now at your age with some just lightweight training and mountain biking, because it's more fun, because running's stupid. (laughs) 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 It's necessary, though, to get cardio. By the time you are our age, like, you'd be like a friggin' bronze statue. Yeah, I I started to notice that. At school, they got the weight room now, and they got all kinds of stuff. Like, they got... All the machines you can think of. You got yeah. everything you need to do. Work every muscle in your body. Yeah. And we started doing that. We do twelve minute, twenty, twelve or twenty minute run every day, and then we go and do the weight room for forty minutes. Yeah, stay at it. You, you don't know. have to go hard when you're young, but and stay at it. We we did that for a long time, and I noticed with the running, my lungs, like my my breathe, like my breathing got way better. Like my mm-hmm. lung capacity was expanded yeah. over time, and I could run longer longer periods like i'd run 20 minutes straight and at the start of the year i could barely run 12 yes yeah. sir yeah. Oh, yeah makes a big difference yeah you start you start to notice things then eh? you build up yeah on that. i actually last week when i was there i actually tweaked my rotator on my right side a little you how old are you now 37 37 yeah see you're getting to the age where you need to really start putting stretching into your weight training yeah, yeah, because my my bench and everything, my rack poles, everything's gone up, and I'm like, you know, now that I now that I did that, like, <laughs> burn. He's snoring. Is he? Growling in his sleep. Now that I did that, I'm like, you know, my routine doesn't. And Goggins talked about that. He's like, once I got on his, he stretches for like two hours every day. I so, did. Something well, if, ridiculous. if any of you guys follow Cam Haynes' story, you watch, he goes, does his running in the gym and in his basement, and he's got a personal trainer that's, like, massaging his legs. Like, he's massaging his stuff, stuff stretching. Like, yeah, I get massages, and that, that works. You need to, you need to do your, your own stretching routine. Ten minutes, man. If you take 10 to 15 minutes a day and stretch, like, it's been a life changer for me because I have naturally – my muscles spasm bad. My back, my legs, everything, yeah. just naturally. So I got about a 10 to 15 minute stretching routine. Hold each stretch for like a minute and a half. I have to check just, that oh out. My word, yeah. man, you I need to do more. I do. I do a little bit, but like, man, should be doing damn near doing yoga. You oh, 100 percent, man. You know, like 15 minutes a day, and in in like three days, you'll notice That's a exercise. difference. 
So if, if I miss some time, if I go get lazy and go a month without stretching, I can't even touch my toes. Yeah. I'll I stretch couldn't. for three or four days, and then I can lay my hands flat on the floor. Yeah, like I couldn't. It's crazy. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate put his hands flat. There's you, no way. Not right now. I've been a little bit busy with the stretching. But, no friggin' way. Oh, I guarantee you, man. I, you, how much money right. do you want to bet? I'll be there in two months. Oh, and two, you're going to give me two months? <laughs> Holy shit. I'll send you a picture. How much money are we putting oh. on it? Listen to him. Well, yeah, I want to make money. How much? Scared now. <laughs> Come on, put your money where your mouth is, please. Ten bucks. All right, ten bucks. It's on. Ten bucks. I'll see where I'm at right now. It's not very good, though. Currently, Wesley's standing up. Do a stretch to the floor. Oh, we ripped the ass out of his pants. <laughs> your knees are bent. Yeah, you don't stand. Like that. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> you can't freaking get on all fours and put your hands. I can touch the floor with my hands if I bend my knees. Yeah. <laughs> Big old ostrich legs. Did you do what I just did? Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, I won't get into that. Well, obviously, he never done it. No, I can't. I can't right now. I've been slacking on the stretching. Yeah, I've noticed posture with me has been a big thing. Like when I get mowing the lawn for four hours straight, posture gets my lower back a lot. Well, yeah, because you're so tall. If you don't try to, if you don't actively try to like stick your chest out and keep your shoulders back, like I'm bad like that too. My shoulders want to roll forward. Yeah, and you always gotta kind of, you know, yeah, you wanna, yeah. You want to sit with your shoulders back. Yeah, like I or just stand with your shoulders back. I, I just had to move back here and straighten my back out because yeah. I'm starting to get in my upper. You feel like down. a dickhead because you're standing there with your chest popped out and your shoulders back. Yeah, but yeah. that's the way it's it should be. It's those rhomboids and stuff in the middle of your back. Yeah. All those small muscles, yeah. Yeah. they'll get really weak, and yeah. man, you'll have muscle muscle issues up there. Yeah, give you headaches. Like it's crazy what it'll do. Yeah, especially with school. Like when you're sitting in a chair for 45 minutes and then. Yeah. You get, only get five minutes to stand up in between yeah. periods. Yeah, you want to be sitting like this here, straight with your yeah. shoulders back. Yeah. And and drop, relax, but back, not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Stick your boobies out. <laughs> well, Rowan, we got a bail, but we should sooner than later do another one and just talk about what we got coming up this has been a good talk about the regulations and then fitness yeah join us for the ecwm fitness podcast (laughs) we did talk about dogs in there for a minute yeah we did talk about dogs too we talked about fishing a little speaking of dogs how's the otter dog doing good she's the only one left of the ecwm gun dog originals yeah she otter otter holds 10 10 yeah, she holds the bed down most of the day. She don't do, she doesn't do a whole lot. She bump she bumbles around there and and uh, I got to take her to the vet and get her teeth cleaned actually cuz she doesn't do a whole lot of chewing. Her teeth are getting, getting kind of bad on her there, yeah. but Yeah. She's getting pretty gray, getting some lumps and bumps and she's retaining some water there. So I don't know. I, I got to get her in for a checkup. I'd really like to know how many birds she's picked up in her life. She's cut a couple. She picked yeah. up a few. A lot. You could average that out over yeah. a good eight years and say that it was quite a few. We, we could we yeah. could start averaging that out with Tank, and then by the time she she's his age. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, she's doing all right. She, That's good. She's pretty, she's pretty chill. Digger's doing good too. Yeah. He's he's far more active than she How is. How old is he? Ten. Ten. Yeah. 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 So so they're 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 both good, but they're seniors, you know. And they both got both got a lot of miles on, but she's mm-hmm. definitely got a lot more miles than he does. Yeah, he's a little more hyperactive than she is. Too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Digger's pretty high. Yeah. That's good. But good that she's still kicking around though. Heck yeah, yeah. She'll be around for a bit, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing worse than losing them yet. No. Well, boys, it's been a good talk. We'll have to get together yeah. here real soon and continue on. Yeah, great, great doing this again, boys. Great talking to you, Rowan. Great to finally yeah. have you on. We really wanted to have you on here for quite some time. Oh so. bullshit! This is the first time we thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. I've been listening to the podcast on when I'm working, like if I'm cleaning the tractor out, and I listen to it. Now you're gonna get to hear yourself. <laughs> now you're gonna get to hear what you sound like on the radio. Yeah, you'll be signing autographs at school this fall. Yeah. So on a podcast, it was uh, actually we should mention that that uh, however that panned out, I don't know how they if there was people that voted for that or what they what they did there, but uh, apparently we were rated number seven out of thirty five in the top thirty five waterfowl podcasts. So thanks. I, for I don't th- know how they did it, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's you know by all the people listening and. Yeah. downloads Thank you. and done it yeah definitely thanks to everybody that's sharing these and listening to them and commenting and reaching out to us and every time we put one up there's always a bunch of people that yeah. reach out like personally and yeah i think we need to uh i think we're going to try to crank it up a little bit a little bit more after seeing that yeah i think we need to put a little more effort we'll in when we're all up there guiding. Yeah, instead of talking about doing it, we need to actually do it. Yeah, Just def- definitely. Yeah. Got to make sure we make a point of doing it. We always got lots to say and lots of people. We well, bring on. and we've got in a bit of a habit too of getting together after and having breakfast and just yeah. kind of chilling out. And right after yeah. we're done scouting, and, and uh, that's the time we should have that cranked on and yeah. doing our thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, boys. Good talking to you. Yeah. Great to great to do another podcast. So, be Until listening. the next one. Yeah, be listening for more and check out our YouTube channel too. We've been putting out videos. So. Yeah, been putting out videos. Give us a like on Instagram. We still got that stupid contest going on on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, and share our contest. We got yeah. a nice Sitka bag going there. Comment. Tell us what you wanna what you wanna hear. Yeah. As soon as we hit a thousand likes on Instagram or followers, we're gonna give away that Sitka bag. So share us up, get us out there, get entered. Have a good one, boys. <laughs>